Hello, this is Rabbi Mordechai Fleischer of the Denver Community Kolo, bringing you this week's thought on the parsha. In this week's parsha, Parsha's Mishpatim, the Torah discusses many areas of law that pertain to monetary issues, among them theft. And one of the more interesting laws that come up is the Torah says that if a person steals a sheep or a cow, an ox, so they are liable for paying back the value of the sheep or the ox. But if the person goes ahead and then sells or slaughters the sheep or the ox, so then he is liable to pay four and five times the amount. What does four and five times mean? So four times for the sheep and five times for the ox. It's known as paying four or five times. The question is, why does one pay four times the amount for the sheep and five times the amount for the ox? One of the reasons given by the Talmud is because when the thief steals the sheep, so sheep tend to not necessarily walk on their own so nicely. They won't necessarily cooperate. and Therefore, the thief likely will have to take the sheep and carry it on his shoulders or on his arms. He'll have to carry it out. Whereas by the ox, the ox will walk on its own. You're obviously not carrying an ox on your shoulders unless you're Paul Bunyan. But otherwise, you're not carrying the ox. Rather, it's going to walk on its own. And because of the shame of having to engage in this kind of menial uh, labor of carrying an animal around. So the Torah takes that into account, that this thief has this element of shame. I would suppose even though no one's around, but just inherently, it's uncomfortable and not necessarily uh, that wonderful for one's self-esteem to be carrying around the sheep in one's arms. And therefore, because of this shame, the thief is only liable to pay four times the amount of the animal, whereas for the ox, which walks on its own, he pays the full five times the amount. This is a very amazing idea on many levels. Besides the basic idea of how sensitive we need to be to the shame and the feelings of others, uh, but it's interesting to note that we're talking about a thief over here. This guy is no tzaddik. He's stealing an animal. And the Torah uh, gives a higher level of liability by imposing a special penalty when you not only steal the animal, but you also sell it or slaughter it, that you have to pay four or five times the amount. And yet, simultaneously, at the same moment, the Torah is taking into account the fact that this thief feels an element of shame, of embarrassment, when he has to carry the animal. And so I think this is a very important lesson that we can all learn from, that things are a lot more nuanced than people like to make them. We tend to look at things as very black and white. Something's bad, something is good. And certainly in the context of theft, I think most everyone listening to this will agree that stealing is not a good thing to do. And we should, as they say, throw the book at him. We should penalize the person who stole and make him pay whatever is necessary to pay to make restitution, plus the penalties that the Torah imposes. But yet within that context of penalizing the thief, the Torah takes into account the thief's own feelings. What did he go through? What did he do in order to make this happen? In order to commit this terrible sin of stealing and then selling or slaughtering the animal, he had to pick up the animal and carry it, which is uncomfortable for him. And the Torah is sensitive to that. Within this sin, within this theft, within this whole debacle, the Torah is saying that it's not black and white. There's gray over here. This thief had to embarrass himself in order to make this happen. And therefore, we're not going to penalize him uh, to the full extent that we would for an ox. And this is true throughout life in so many areas that things are much more complex than we would like them to be. And so instead of just very quickly condemning something, we need to think about it 
and think about the nuances, what really went on, what happened, what is the guilt of this person, what is not the guilt of this person. Let's not just blame everything on one person just because it's convenient or because we're upset and so on, but rather let's take a more nuanced and sensitive approach and say, what really went on, what did this person do wrong, what did this person suffer in the process, and what are they truly liable to in order to make up uh, what they did wrong. Uh, by the same token, you find in the beginning of the parsha the idea, and this is mentioned again during the course of the parsha, that we have the idea of a Jewish slave, an Evid Ivri. Now, how does one become a Jewish slave? So, there are situations where a person is so destitute that he may be allowed to sell himself. But we also have a situation where a person stole and is unable to repay what he stole. And so the Torah mandates that he be sold as an Evid, as a slave, in order to get money from his sale to make restitution. Let's think about this for a minute. In modern society, if a person steals, what happens to them? They end up in jail. What do they do in terms of providing restitution for the owner? Well, if they don't have money, nothing. But they're in jail. So somehow that meets out justice because he committed a crime, and now he's in jail. Does the person, does the victim have his money back? No, not really. So why don't we do something to help him get his money back? Well, if the thief has assets, property, we can get it back. But what if he doesn't? The Torah does not advocate prison sentences. The Torah advocates true rehabilitation. We will sell him as a slave. We will look for an upstanding, upright, wonderful individual who will take this slave, pay his value to help make restitution. And in the process, this this thief will now work for the master and the master will hopefully influence him to improve his ways. It's not about throwing him into a prison cell with many other people who are of a similar background and who very often are not necessarily looking to improve themselves. But on the contrary, uh, the totality of what goes on very often in the prisons is that people get worse, not better. And when they come out very often, they're worse off than when they went in. But on the contrary, we sell him and we look for a a very righteous individual who can influence this sinner, this thief, to mend his ways, to put himself back together. That is the Torah way of looking at things. Yes, you did something wrong. We're going to try to fix it. You have to make restitution. We're going to take into account your embarrassment when we penalize you. We're also going to take into account that for the future, we want to make sure you don't fall back into this again, and we're going to try to find you an approach that will help you truly rehabilitate yourself and become a better person. I hope you enjoyed this message, and I wish you a wonderful Shabbos.